Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. God damn it, to the edition of Tell Me a Joke, the guideline of Jason the Dream. I'm your host, Maniacal Minutes Cosmic. Say that whole thing like a pimp named Slickback. And today we are outside at the coffee bar dispensary with the homie, the one that's out here killing it. Uh, we all love her, and it, it's been a minute since she has been back. Good old DD, DDT. Uh, I may I may be old, but not good. What's happening? <laughs> Oh, they gave you a gold fork and everything. Oh, what they got going on, child? They got a lot happening. It's a lot. It's a lot. I like it. I, I, I man. Uh, so, so, so you have a you have a pour over with extra with extra pour over. Yeah, the Ethiopia honeydew honeysuckle something. Yeah, that it looks interesting. It is. It's you know it's coffee, but. They make they just pour hot water over it instead of putting it through an actual percolator. Or yeah, you know they just <laughs> yeah, it's like I, a, a deconstructed French press, if you will. That's nice. That it, it, I have a, a matcha, a matcha latte, and uh, this uh, this place is also a dispensary, so so to ba- speak. You yeah, so to speak. So you can get Delta Eight, which is your daddy weed, and uh, and and CBD. And uh, I guess by the end of the podcast, we'll see how a nigga feels. <laughs> <laughs> if it works. <laughs> yeah. Is it giving what's supposed to be gained? Did I get my money's worth? Is you it know? giving what was supposed to be gained? Yeah. But yeah, this is good. It's, it's, we out the house on a Saturday. Amen. And it's, 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 been a nice, it's been a nice couple of days for me. It's been lately. a terrible couple of days for me, oh, you no. guys. Oh. <laughs> it's been fucking awful. <laughs> Vaguely suicidal, not quite that. Oh, jeez. Not quite that. What has been up uh, on your side of the block that, Didi? Oh, you know, niggas. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Mm. And, and I just like to make it clear, I would not kill myself over one nigga. It's just, you know, a series of them <laughs> that have all conspired against me to make me feel bad about myself. So, one can't do it. <laughs> the sincerity, but the smirk that she has on her face as she... Well, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, despair is my home. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you adopted the night I was born in it. <laughs> so. But other than that, how the shows been going? Shows been going fucking awesome, man. This yeah, is best comedy I've ever done in my life right it's now. Been, it's, I have been enjoying the shit out of that it's, lately. It's been going great. That comedy wise, picking up. Man. Hell yeah, it's uh, been going absolutely beautifully, and I am thankful for it because it is only the bright spot in my life. Oh, and my money's good. I mean, in that yeah. Time, Money is oh, great. You can't go back. You can't go wrong. You know, with that. shows are going great, but niggas are still throwing me in the trash. I don't know what that's about. Uh, but uh-huh. two out of three ain't bad. I two think. out of three ain't bad. It is not bad at all. Two out of three ain't and bad. And I'm still fine as hell. So I guess I could be happy about that. There you go. There you go. Positivity. There you still go. gotta look on the positive side. There you and go. Boom. Shake it, shake it, shake it. <laughs> yeah, I just recently came back from Florida where I was like, oh, okay, so uh, with all this Corey work. With yeah. all the Yeah, with D-Core Mac. Shout out, Core. Yeah. With all this, you know, I, I'm I'm, uh, I'm okay. Like, uh, what I'm doing is I should just keep going because at, at one point it was just like, am I supposed to be doing this? Should I con- <laughs> continue to do this? This just fucking yeah. hurts my feelings most of the time, you know? <laughs> Which we a, all enter a dip at some point. Oh, with comedy. that that heavy dip too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't know if I was gonna come up from that dip. That dip was a bit much. For, yeah. It was a bit much for everybody. Everybody felt. Yeah, everybody it doesn't feel nice. Mm-mm. It doesn't feel nice. Uh, but to get back in the swing of things, yeah. uh, the, the, it it uh, it's, it feels like there's a a changing of scenery. 
Like, it feels like we're on a, a different level now compared to, like, we finally graduated and we've got that higher belt in karate. Right, know? right. Like, you know, you stay at a certain phase. Yeah. And I, this isn't to brag or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and if he says he didn't say it, he's lying. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, the Billy D. Washington said Ooh. that I'm his favorite comedian right oh. now. So, there's that. There you go. You horse can take it, that and stuff uh, it. Take it and stuff it. You can't go wrong with that. When somebody big says, yeah. Gives good accolades on you Right, that's what I'm saying It it feels nice to finally be doing some shit that feels right I'm still trying to get a comedy album recorded I guess third time will be the charm Oh shit, that's still going Man, look, never involve white women in your creative process I feel that Because all they try to do is take over Oh my god. They try to, to, you know, stifle your voice as a negro Yeah, no You know what I'm saying Because it it cuts too deep for most of them You know, they're not not ready for how we coming Yeah they're not ready for the depths right. that we're willing to go. So, and, uh, and you have you have a repertoire, of, <laughs> right? Of deep and it's like digging. you know what I'm saying. It's like it's like people don't even know me. Basically, yeah. the first time I recorded the album, I tried to do it with somebody who I thought was my friend. Oh shit! Uh, and basically, and I didn't go to her to record it with her. I, I just asked her for stage time, but right. she was insisting upon the fact. No, I want you to do it with me because you know we could work together on it. You know, I'm starting something, and you trying to mm-hmm. do something. It's like she made it like we could help each other mm-hmm. out, basically. And foolishly, I scratch my back, you scratch yours. Right, foolishly, like I believe that. And then when it came time for album stuff. She said, well, I spent this much time editing it and doing all that. First of all, bitch, I didn't ask you to do uh, none of that. I asked you to give me the raw file. I didn't ask you to edit shit. Um, What? And I took this out because, you know, it's a little too controversial. What? You touching my shit? Wait, who told you to do this? It wasn't me. Oh, So now I don't have an album for the first one. The second one. What the fuck? The second one, I just didn't feel great about my set because of all the things that were going on around me at the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to get the right energy in the room. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not just me. That's difficult. That's like needle in a haystack type of shit right there. Like, I just need the right energy in the room with me. I need it to be like a symbiosis. Of yeah. me and the crowd feeling each other. Yeah. And we in a place where we, we relate to each other on a deep level. And it's not just, you know, it just, it doesn't feel organic. Yet. It doesn't right. feel like I met my match. And I've had so many great sets other places where the crowd was feeling me. And I was feeling the crowd. But it just seems like every time I went to record that album, I did not have that, that crowd. Yeah. And it has just been frustrating trying to get that mix together. The motherfucking gamble that right, it is. you know what I'm saying? Jesus, I never even I never even thought of that. I, I was like I've I've never tried to put uh, any more effort into to to recording another album because I still got one that I haven't edited yet. But <laughs> it was it was so simple to do, and it, it I mean it wasn't simple. It just I had a friend, Kamar. Shout out Kamar. Hey, he Kamar t- he basically took over. He took over and was like, nigga, you just need to relax. And that that was the way I needed to go. Like, yeah. everything else was was kind of like, you know, hand-picked from there. And I was like, okay, cool. But, uh, you know, I've done all that, and I, I, I still haven't gotten a chance to... I just need to sit down with somebody, but I'm not I'm not sure because, you know, like just like you went through that, it's like, hey, let's take this out, let's do this, let's do that. I don't know if I'm ready for somebody to be like, no, maybe we shouldn't have this in there. How do you know? You know, you're not... You, That's you know what I'm saying. I know myself. She, she, before I even heard the raw file, she had already took liberty. She said, well, I changed the order around and I took you this out. You changed the order? Oh, my God. Just took liberties. I did not ask you for this. She asked me, well, what do you think for the album cover? I already am... I told her I, all this editing stuff, creative stuff. I have all that. 
The only thing I need is stage time. Right. I got a recording from one of my best friends is a professional audiovisual recording. He's over a studio and he will help me with this. I don't need you for anything. All I needed was the stage time, but she came and tried to take everything over. And then when she did exactly what I told her not to do, she acted like I used up. She said, um, well, I did all this and I'm not getting anything from it and all that. Girl, I didn't. I didn't ask for any of this I to begin with. I should be glad you did not do none of that shit. Not at all. Uh, the, the, those those people that just want to always have a foot up in something that they understand is going to be very monumental. Yeah, I, I, like I, you don't even know. You don't even understand how I'm coming. You can't understand mm. what this is. <coughs> this is not stuff that you've lived. I've lived it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's one thing that I don't understand, like why somebody would try to change something or uh, step on somebody's work when this is not something that you live. This is this is my life. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Fuck I guess, you gonna try to take shit out of my life. And that's probably why I took offense to it so much, which is why I don't understand why she didn't know that about me. Because me and I've been friends for many years. When I think I met her around the time I first started comedy mm. in uh, Dallas. So I had to meet her like 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. So I've been knowing you this long and you don't know how personal my work is to me. You know that this shit I'm talking about on stage is shit that really happened to me. Shit that I've actually lived through. Shit that I've actually... That has either hurt me or changed my life in right. crazy ways. And I'm up here making jokes about it because that's how I deal with shit creatively. And you want to come in and just put your little white white hands on it mm. and make it palatable to an audience that I don't even want. Palatable to an audience. I don't. If you if you offended by my word, baby, I don't want you listening to it. You're no. not you're not who I'm talking to. So keep, right. please keep it pushing. Like I, I put this in here specifically, <laughs> so it this is this is my word, and this is how I wanted it. Like there, there's a specific reason why it's there and how Very I did it the way I did it. Incredibly intentional work that I do with comedy, and so for somebody to come in and say. Well, this is too controversial, and with cancel culture the way it is right now, I don't think it's worth it. It's not for what? you to say it's worth it or not. Mm-mm. I'm not worried about the fucking cancel culture, bitch. Cancel me from what? From what? <coughs> you think I'm going to be worried 10 years from now that somebody's going to come back and listen to this and I'm not going to stand on it, bitch? I'm standing on it. Just mm. like I've stood on everything else that I've ever said or did on stage. I do not say anything casually or carelessly. I put great, a great deal of thought into everything I say on stage, and and I'm very intentional about it. And whatever consequences may come from it, I accept them because I'm accountable for my work, mm-hmm. and I always have been. So for you to make the decision for me, what's worth it and what's not? Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to fight, honestly. Now that that in I my, that. just just hearing that in I my head, that. I am like. This is this is my work though. Like, what what do you like? Why would you put your fingers all in my shit like this? Like, this is like this is how I eat. Like, this is my food right here. Like, what the? What are you fucking, doing over here at my plate? Uh, yeah, why are you fucking putting your fingers all in my shit? Like, strong hand or not, I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> get your goddamn hands out my plate. Like, what are we doing? Like, you was just in in you know that experience. It taught me a lot. Man. And so I'm thankful for it. I'm th- I'm always thankful for the lesson and whatever. May yeah. come to pass. I'm always thankful for it because I have to be. Because I can't just sit around being angry and bitter about the shit that didn't work out. I would rather learn something from it. Mm-hmm. So I learned, you know, uh, keep white women out my shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I in my head, I'm, I, I just, I just want people to do better. 
man. Yeah. I like when it comes to promoting and doing a whole bunch of other shit. Just like Ooh. all of that. Everything. I, I want people to do better because their thought process, uh, how things should work, is it makes me angry. You know, I doing that show out there with Corey, I got paid well. Yeah. And I'm like, see, this is what it feels, this is what it should feel like to be a comic that is at my status at this moment. Right, like, right. I, like me, myself, like, I've been told by Doug Stanhope that yeah. I was... I was a comedian that was gonna make it. He was yeah. drunk as fuck at the time. Yeah. I mean, he probably would never ever remember this, but I got pictures and video. Damn. He was like, you gonna make it. And I was like, fuck yeah, Doug. We doing it. We doing this. And so, you know, that gave me the confidence for about a year and a half. Right, and to, then that certainly trickled out. Yeah, it definitely trickled the fuck so out. So I said, you know, why did you lie to me, Doug? Yeah. <laughs> why would you say such hurtful Where things? Where am I? You should have took me then. Took me that, take me this day and let me grow on the road or something with you. But no, no, we got to we always got to find our own way when it comes to this, and that yeah. is that is the difficult thing about it. But yeah. also keep your sanity too. And, yeah. uh, <clears throat> and I guess that's where I'm different from a lot of other people as far as the work is concerned. Finding my own way is something that I'm used to. I'm not really like the effort doesn't bother me. Sometimes what can bother me is just you know the way you get treated as a black woman. That mm. is that is tough. That'll make you crazy. That much I know, and I've seen it happen. I've seen mm -hmm. I've seen women become bitter. I've seen women make themselves look insane. Oh, oh, um, that's that sounds like somebody I know. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like for the the pressure of being a black woman in comedy and having these all these white male eyes on you all the time, mm. uh, you know, just kind of picking you apart constantly and wanting to fit you into whatever box that they have for somebody that looks like you or sounds like you. And you know, it's and if you're not really galvanized in who you are as a person at your core, it will fuck with you. Yeah. If you're not in a place that you know who you are, regardless of what anybody oh, else eat says, you alive right there. it will eat you the a fuck alive, and you will make yourself look like a fool. You oh. will make yourself look like an ass. That's a lot to think about. That's you will make yourself look fucking crazy, and then people will justify you not having what you deserve based on well you know she's difficult uh, <laughs> she's difficult to work with did you see how she fun. lost her shit at secret group that one time oh my god i would never work with her you can't work with her she's not reliable blah blah <laughs> and they do it to black men too it's not just black women but it's yeah. like if you let that shit get to you it will destroy you and because it will put you like 10 steps back and i know that, that from there. experience i know it from what has happened to me and what i've allowed to happen to me uh, being in these white male spaces and it just you know sometimes you just have to learn I never had a mentor in comedy mm -hmm. which is something that I always wish I had but you know if you don't have nobody looking at you like pulling your coat be like say youngster you you might want to I don't think I could have said I've had that either <laughs> in New Orleans it's definitely hard because y'all kind of created the scene from nothing yeah yeah and ain't nobody fucking down there to be like Hey, this is the direction to take. You should do this. Like, it would have been nice if somebody told me. You'd be like, hey, you ain't really got to go to California. You know? <laughs> you know, you actually, I could have told you that, but I let you cook. 
Everybody says this now. <laughs> Look, I could I'll let you cook, man. Yeah. What I know, you know what I'm saying? My man might do good. I ain't never me. did it, you know. <laughs> you go out there, nigga. You you see the blemish. It's like, oh, right. It, oh. But sometimes you really just have to see it for yourself. You gotta see it for yourself. Because can nobody nobody can tell you what that feels like. Right. Nobody yeah. can tell you what that feels like to go to a place like L.A. when it doesn't fit your. Uh, you know, aesthetic, right. as it were. If it doesn't fit your comedy mindset or your particular goals as a mm-hmm. comedian, you have to feel that and be like, okay, well, I need to make another move then, because yeah. this one ain't me. That that's exactly what it was. And as soon as I get that, as soon as I got that, I felt it. Just when seeing those, seeing the people out there, seeing how everybody acted. Seeing, so what was it in particular that did it for you? Oh, the 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 fucking the thievery. The uh, the, the 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 chicanery. Oh, the the, the motherfuckers <laughs> that wouldn't apply themselves to anything. The leechingness. Yeah. Uh, it yeah. just just a lot of that, and yeah. a lot of motherfuckers that was ready to take something from another motherfucker. Oh, if you yeah. ain't had, if you ain't had the criteria, yeah. if you ain't have the the backing, oh, they would take your shit with the quickness. And yeah. I saw that at, off top. As soon as I got, and you can feel that type of energy mm-hmm. out there. It's yeah, definitely yeah. a scavenger type of energy. And I, I tried to dismiss it so many times. I was like, Nah, that's this. This can't be what I'm feeling. Right. This can't be. I'm crazy. It's not. Yeah. Just, no. I'm crazy. Nobody else feel this. Like I'm the only one that feel this. Like yes. no way. And until I realized, I started to like come into my senses and be like, No, 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 no. You've you've dealt with this a lot, nigga. You know what the fuck this is. And it's like, nigga, when you know how to get out of Dodge, nigga, fight or flight. <laughs> you, you, that's the instincts that you're born with. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. I definitely have to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, your self-preservation oh. skills, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, Because <laughs> I understood, like, being inside the fishbowl, not looking outside of it. Mm-hmm. Like, looking outside of it is like coming in on, on, on vacation and being like, yeah, this is this is cool. I want to do some shows here. But yeah. being inside the fishbowl is like, oh, I live here now. Mm-hmm. And I want to do some shows here. And everybody's like, oh, yeah? You trying to get it like we are? Bitch, go on the outskirts. Yeah, you do all of these dumb shits. Right, get your ass to Glendale, bitch. We're not, yeah, <laughs> we're not gonna put you on these nice stages unless you know somebody. Right, and that that's that's where I realized I'm like, oh, nigga, this is this is a impact game out here. It is, uh, it is. It's a it's a meat market, and which is why I'm thankful. Why I start, I'm thankful for where I started. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that my first being thrown into the comedy water was Dallas, because yeah. it's like right in between that world mm. it's like right there it, it exists in this weird liminal space right before la because uh, a lot of dallas comedians have gone to la and have done very well yeah because i think it trains you for that type because because it's like that you have to kind of know somebody somebody has to like you uh, you know what i'm saying you have to be in the right place at the right time yeah. it's very like once you get in you made and everybody just they don't it's getting it's better than what it was before mm. i'm thinking from what i've seen but it was really on uh we on the same rotation of people all the time at the improv at hyenas we're not giving you a shot because we don't like you you're not one of our homies you don't kiss our ass enough you know you and of course it's never said like that but it's heavily right. implied yeah yeah and you can read the room you can understand the energy around you and you know check the vibe and uh, and I realized that wasn't me. And that's when I said, you know what? I'm not going to L.A. ever. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm never fucking going to L.A. Yeah. Because I hate this. Even on a, on such a low level as this, disgusting. even as a microcosm, this feels gross. That is, yeah. So, you know, I, um, and then the way the women at the clubs are treated, black folks are treated at the clubs, it's just... 
I'm straight. I've heard that down here they don't hire, they don't do any local comics for the improv. They're doing better. Like I've seen Zod and you know Greg. Yeah. Like last night or uh, the other night, Greg Barons. Like I've seen, you know, local comedians start to get on. But improv was kind of. From what I could tell, I wasn't here before the pandemic. I moved here December 2019. So it seemed like before the pandemic, improv was more, I guess, active a little bit in the mm-hmm. comedy community. But since then, it's been a... Yeah, you know, wish you all shit. Right, right. Kind of like maybe trying to get back. But I, I, like I said, I really can't say I wasn't here. Um, but I remember before they had an open mic. They didn't have an open mic after the pandemic. I don't think they have one still. Uh, yeah, I've heard about the open mic. But yeah, so it's just kind of like, I don't know. But improv is an institution in of itself. Yeah. So I, I, they don't need local comedy. No. To be quite honest. Right. They don't. They, they can always get headliners and stuff. In. It's the improv. <sighs> we don't Man, need you niggas, too. It makes, it makes me think, like, where should I be to excel? Like that's mm-hmm. that's that's one of the things I, I I constantly think because New Orleans is a place like if you want to get good real fast that's a place that well I don't know about now mm. uh, they 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 letting the fucking inmate run the asylum right now and it's just mm. like uh, mm. this ain't mm. what New Orleans comedy is mm. this is like you ain't gonna get the cream of the crop mm. here but I hey, I love what you're doing keep yeah. it going right. yeah I, don't, I still don't fuck with you but you know do do you think yeah. But you're not you're not about to get the best of comedians out there. You got a few of them. Mm-hmm. But and, and I'm like fuck. You know I. It, it's like I keep missing the mark. You know that that lucky mark to where it's like oh I should have been here at this point. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I could be somewhere else. But I'm always saying to myself things take time. So it does. Yeah. Like I remember I was watching uh, I follow David Arnold on Instagram. I do not follow a lot of comedians on anything, but mm-hmm. I definitely follow David Arnold because I love him and. I think he's a real funny dude and he has like really good insights about comedy. Mm. And I think the way he approaches comedy is very organic and real and it comes from a genuine place but also a very high-minded place. Mm. And, you know, he was uh, on a podcast with another dude. I forget who it was. Was it Greg Fitzsimmons? I forget who it was. Anyway, so he was talking about how, you know, this is my first Netflix special. This is my first, like, special and I've been doing comedy 30 years. Oh, and he was talking about in L.A. how people have these birthday shows like these. And he said, that's the thing. That's why it takes so long because I'm not a come look at me person. I'm not the type of person that's willing to draw attention to myself. Yeah. Like, it's my birthday. I'm having a comedy show. Come celebrate me. Come look at me. Like, it's that yeah. look at me thing. Yeah. And if you don't have it, it will take you longer. Yeah. You have to have that everybody come look at me thing. Mm. And you have to be to do it shamelessly. And that's I don't I don't wanna. You gotta be you know on the the TikToks and the Instagram. You gotta be doing it. You gotta be doing it. You know what I'm saying? You have to be doing the the birthday shows. You have to take pictures with comedians that you barely know, but act like oh yeah, that's big bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, Dion Cole, nigga, that's big bro. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for the wisdom. Sort of <laughs> Thanks you, for the clout. Thanks for the like you know with the extra. You know, heavy-handed pose uh, underneath it. So that's what you have to do. I don't. If you want to get it quick. Uh, But if you if you there for the slow grind, slow grind and the slow burn, you know, David Arnold, he had people that he came up with that knew he was a good writer, so he got a lot of writing gigs, and they took him on tour, and he start you know headlining and stuff himself. So you know, it can be a slow burn. 
But we all have our own lanes of hinds. Mm. And you have Damn. to be okay with that. I'm okay with it. Yeah. We, we I all have to be okay with it. I keep telling myself I'm not going to conform to to what the masses want. And I, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay with that. But I understand if I, if I don't want to feel the way I feel every day when I get up thinking about comedy, mm-hmm. that uh, it's going to be a slower process if I don't fucking, you know, get to, get, get to the bullshit. Right. And, you know, you, it's the thing you got to reconcile with yourself. You have to be willing to uh, be honest with yourself about who you are and what you are and what you're willing to do for this shit. Mm-hmm. It really is that simple. Like, you can't lie to yourself and say, like, if you would have stuck it out in L.A. and just stayed there. Despite knowing better. Like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That would have just held you back even longer. Yeah. That would have just held you right in that spot until you got into the fact, like, this place not for me. Or you'd have just become a crazy, bitter person. You know that crazy comedian? That's just always, I don't understand why I don't get booked. Nigga, you're not funny. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking suck, dog. And your personality is fucking weird. (laughs) You always be here on the weird shit, talking shit about everybody, about how this person ain't shit and that person ain't shit, and you deserve that. And I heard she did this to get booked. That's why, because you that weird motherfucker with the weird energy. Come on. Yeah. That's what you turn into. Yeah. When you stay too long somewhere where you don't belong. I hate to see that. You see you see that often. Too and often. then you got people explaining themselves on stage. Oh, oh I'm just going to continue to make you feel. Ooh, ooh, come on ooh. Now. It's like, well, you don't have to. You can you make people laugh and, and feel right, good you, about this. You could like, try that. Why demoralize the crowd like this? It's or like, you could fuck. go where you're wanted and get yeah. this get this off your back. Get this monkey off your back, yeah. man. You don't you don't need this low vibe on you. It's lowering your vibe because you won't accept what's for you and what ain't for you. Mm. I've ran, I, I've ran into this, I ran into this person that I didn't think uh, I would see ever again, and that if I did, I'd be like, man, I don't, I don't fuck with this dude. Mm. I uh, love those. But <laughs> I wind up running into him again, and it's just like, what was the LA person? No, mm. it was a person from here. Okay. Yeah, and I'm like, man, this, this dude's on some fuckery and some fake shit. Mm-hmm. Like I've noticed this the first time, his energy is off and weird. Well, you know, I didn't. It's raining, I think. Yeah, I think is it's it gonna get to worse. Drizzle. I hope it doesn't. Mm. It's feeling good finally. Mm. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't appreciate this nigga's vibe or his attitude when it comes to certain things, and I also think that he's a joke thief. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Mm. And I, I wound up being around this motherfucker one, one, one another time, and I'm like. Mm. Oh, you don't have to you tell me are. off mic because you know I need the name. Mm-hmm. But and I feel like I know. But yeah, I'm <laughs> like, oh, you are this nigga. This mm-hmm. is like, why are you this person? Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 this is my second chance to actually maybe get to know you better and maybe like you. Mm-hmm. But no, no, I can't because you still this nigga that I saw that gave off the the negative racist type, but I, I just want to be cool type of energy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, mm-hmm. I don't fucks with this. I don't I feel like I definitely I'm a pretty good judge of character too. Yeah. And it, it just, it just, I, I, it makes me wonder why. Like, why you like this? You don't have to be. You don't have to be. You choose it. You wake uh, up every day. You choose this. You choose this. It's, it's weird, and I, it makes me very upset. But you know, that's the thing about another thing about comedy. And I ain't no comedy expert. I just been here for a long time. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I just been doing this for a while, and just from my observation. 
part of the problem is we don't know how to treat people with a long handle spoon all the time. Mm. We don't know how to keep people at arm's length without making like some declarative statement about mm-hmm. it. You don't have to make it a thing. You can just not fuck with somebody. And it, right. it don't have to be said. Right. It don't have to be some big Facebook argument. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It don't have to blow up on Instagram and shit. It doesn't have to be all that. All you can do is just say, you know what? You're not for me. And I'm just keep my distance. Right. It ain't going to be no funny acting shit when I see you. I just don't fuck with you. And I was waiting. Uh, I was like, I know this is... Uh, I'm like, all right, you've only... I've only, I know you've only been doing this for so long, so... To say that you got to where you at right now, yeah, I know there's been a lot of brown nosing, a oh, lot fuck. of a lot of thievery going on, oh, and I'm like, all right, let's see what you got, you know. And to watch this person, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, nah, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's not gonna hold up. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, okay, so I have been, I'm glad my instincts are correct the way I be thinking on most things, because mm-hmm. it, it's gonna it's gonna keep me away from the bullshit. As I'm growing in this this field of comedy, yeah, you definitely have to rely on yourself and your own intuition. You can't really be out here leaning on nobody. Can't wait for somebody to tell you and what this you is need a to leaner do. Here, this person leans on whoever can go ahead and take him with them, and it's like, no. What's a shame? What's a shame? No, I'm not. I'm not with that at all. Mm. Yeah, I, I like to make it on my own my own accord. We can probably move inside. Yeah. Let's go. It's getting Let's quick. Pause it. All right. That's good. Bang. Right back in. Okay. Yeah, are we doing the? Are we doing? Are we doing the NPR voice? Oh, we can do. We can definitely do the NPR voice. Well, welcome it, back to All Things Considered with <laughs> Kyle Smith and DDT. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is still a nice little joint on the inside. It's yep. good that there's this corner over here that we can actually just uh, do our own little thing because it just spontaneously started to rain. But yeah, uh, I forgot where we were at. Oh, we be talking about these weirdo acting niggas. Oh, yes, the weirdo ones. That's the one that we... Yeah. And so, being able to point that out is always a, is always a good thing. That's like a self-defense mechanism. Where it's like, oh no, stay stay away from these fucking lamos. Uh, I definitely, I definitely don't want to be around these lame niggas growing in this field of comedy. Cause, uh, uh-uh. well, you know, it's a self awareness that you kind of have to have mm-hmm. as a human being, and I don't know if uh, a lot of comedians mm-hmm. have that. You know, no, I don't no. know if there's a lot of self awareness, which sometimes can work in their favor, cause they just. Go, you know, go with the flow. Yeah, go, well, not even that. Just pedal to the metal. Like, go hard, put themselves out there without hesitation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They, they not afraid to say I'm a professional comedian, and they only done like five open mics. Yeah, they not afraid to say to go on, you know, Facebook with a long post. Yeah, I fucking killed it tonight, bro. And blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> oh, okay. And you know the years or the the months that that person you can usually age somebody when they do that. Yeah. Well, it's all you you've just started this uh, poe thing. But I mean, even people who didn't just start, I, I just that are still doing and it. Self awareness can hurt you. Like I said, I'm not the type of person to go out and say, "Oh yeah, I fucking crushed it tonight." At blah blah blah. I don't need to tell y'all. Y'all weren't there. Mm. The people who were there, they definitely know. Mm-hmm. They definitely know what I did. Yeah, uh, I don't. 
it's so disgusting to see it. Like I, I'm rarely on the socials now, so I, I'm glad I don't have to run across it every <laughs> now and then. But <laughs> I do understand that um, uh, that is the place. If I am trying to to find more work, I, I do need to maybe maybe dabble in it a little a little a little harder than what I do because um, that is a good way to get booked. I mean, it would behoove you. Personally, it makes me feel gross, so I don't really do it that much. <laughs> and I'll do it if I feel so moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if I have the time, like I used to do my little wailing on these hoes videos, and I like doing them, but mm. it got to a point where my work, because I was working from home at the time where I was doing most of it, or I was unemployed. Mm -hmm. But then when I got this job where I got to be in the office all the time, I just wasn't in that creative space to really no. have time to come up with that stuff. Yeah. and edited and you know i wasn't really feeling the so vibe much. there's so much that you got to do if you just want to keep a keep abreast of things right and just this past year as a whole just working at this job has taken me away from comedy a lot mm. just from being exhausted from being at this demoralizing nine to five that mm. i hate with people that don't respect me and feeling just like when i go home i just want to turn off all the lights and get my head under the covers you mm. know what i'm saying so for me, it has to come along organically. I can't just force myself to do nothing. Right. So that that's what works against me more than I'd like it to. But when I'm motivated, I'm very motivated. So it helps and it hurts. You know, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. I, I, I would like to do more road shows. I would like to... But it, it just feels I don't Like ain't nobody out here Saying this This is how you do it man You gotta You know It's fucking difficult Okay so what you need What you need is tape You need a good tape You need to send it To comedy clubs You need to send it To comedy clubs With maybe You know If you got a, a EPK um, That would be nice yeah. Um Also You know Getting on festivals But of course You need a good tape For that A good five to seven minute joint And it's like I gotta You gotta, gotta get good tape that's one of the main things and you have to put yourself out there you got to shop around you got to see what clubs that you can get to what you can do within reason because you don't want to book something and can't do it and say yeah. you know and have turn around and say oh i can't take it because then yeah, that'll make no, you look no, bad right so i got some good tapes now it's just you gotta you gotta start sending emails though you gotta start sending emails to clubs you gotta talk to comics who work in those clubs mm. You know, the clubs that you want to go to or the cities that you want to go to, you got to talk to those comics who have been there, who have been doing it, and ask them, you know, how you got on here, who I talked to. Like, you really just have to get down and dirty with the networking shit. Mm -hmm. You just got to get your hands real dirty and got to get in the muck. See, that's a different type of dirty. That's not the inside baseball type <laughs> of dirty. This is this is a I, I got to go out and scout yes. type of dirty. I, yes. That's different. Yeah, well, I need to get into that then. You have to get to hit the campaign trail, my guy. I don't mind that. I don't, I don't mind that at all. But I, I know a few people that are around that I can. Yeah, I guess it's just knowing somebody that knows somebody. Usually. It always is. Mm -hmm. It always is. But you could send uh, tape out dry to like that's what I'm saying. The comedy clubs. You could just you know email someone older improv here to improv there or the Looney Bin or something. You know you could email them say hey uh, comic I'm booking for dates. I have this much time. If you're looking you know I'll take a guest spot. But you know mm. if you got any if you think I'm good for a feature spot or whatever. Well, this is good. This all right. Is good you know, know you could say how much time you have. You know how long you've been doing it. You know kind of just give them give, your uh, basically a resume. Yeah. You a see comedy the, resume. Yeah. 
You I have a comedy resume on Indeed. Yeah, you got to let them know, man. You got to just put yourself out there. It may work, it may not, but it's a lot of rejection in this game. Yeah. You get told I mean, no a lot. This is a, this, that's a new level right there. That's that's yeah. another door I should open. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I've, I've, I've sent out the festivals, but I've sent yeah. out like one at a time, and I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't understand why. Do, do they even look at it? Why they don't tell you if you made it? If you, I mean, <laughs> you, that you didn't make it, that well, would be nice. Well, are you on the the, the lineup? No, didn't make it. Didn't <laughs> like that, make it. That's it. I know how everybody was talking about whether or not they got a rejection from just for laughs. I got my just for laughs rejection, so I guess I should feel some type of way. I guess uh, I should feel special that they actually took the time to tell me no, because uh, apparently everybody didn't get the courtesy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, uh, thanks just for last for thinking enough of me to just tell to me no tell to my them face. No tough. That's good. You know, I, for duffing me in person, I guess. But. I definitely need to. I need to. I need to step out my box. Like I've always thinking that I need somebody to do this for me because you know I don't got the time to do it myself. Well, yeah, having an agent. And look, hey, get you an agent, a manager, or whatever. How representation? You know, where I've been like every time I get told this, I'm like, okay, where do I look to find? Sometimes agent. all you need is an organized member of your family who can do it for free. <laughs> so, <laughs> who believes enough in you? You know what I'm saying? Hey, you've got a wife. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah. Get her out there, handing I'm, out flyers. You know what I'm saying? Pounding the pavement <laughs> for the family cause, man. You gotta, you gotta I, canvas the area. I thought that would be a good idea on behalf but. of the family. But but sometimes like that's how people start. Like they really just have like a homegirl or something, or you know, they mama. Or something. You know, a homeboy, mm. somebody who believes enough in them to want to help mm -hmm. and who has the time and who is good at organizing and talking to people. You know, as far as getting representation, like professionally, I feel like it's the same thing. I feel like you kind of have to solicit certain agencies, mm -hmm. people who you know who do it, people who you know are represented. How did you get representation? So it's a, you got to ask a lot of questions. Mm. It's a lot of asking questions and shit. This game gets more difficult and more difficult the, well, you know, the deeper you get. You're the business, man. You're you're the business, man. Yeah. <laughs> so it, you have to treat it as such. Huh. And, and you know, even knowing all that I know about this shit, that don't mean I'm doing it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> girl, look, I got to make my money uh, day to day. Um, right. And when, now that I'm, I feel like I might be in a position now to where I can actually do role shows and travel, I'm going to start doing that now but before when it's like i don't even know if i could get away you know yeah i don't know if i can even afford to, to afford get to atlanta to a day or two off. for a weekend that's what yeah. i'm saying i don't know if i can afford to get to this right now but yeah. now that i'm in a position where maybe i can now you know that work begins but you know you just gotta know you just have to know how much you can put into it and when mm. oh it's a pup <laughs> how I'm that person. I'm distracted by dogs. How often? Like, what is what is the pay at a at for a starting person at a comedy club? You you said pay for somebody starting in comedy? No 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 not starting in comedy. I mean just starting to actually get booked at comedy clubs. Well, they vary. Uh -huh. Some club, <laughs> some clubs pay better than others. Yeah. You know, some people will throw you uh, fifty dollars for a guest spot. Not not usually for a guest spot, but an opener. Doing mm -hmm. five minutes open and they'll throw you fifty dollars. I mean, depending on how the door do, if you have a guest spot and you do five minutes, maybe they'll throw you twenty five or something. Maybe mm. they'll throw you twenty five thirty. Um, but if you booked, 
You know, it just depends. Like you can get anywhere from like 75 to 150 starting out just for opening. Mm. But of course, that's not a lot of money. No. Uh, especially if it's for like a weekend. You know, you get a couple hundred dollars thrown your way, a few hundred. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they'll maybe put you up in a disgusting comedy condo. You just never know. Because uh, they don't always pay for your room and board if you're not the headliner. They don't always take care of yeah. that. Just, they can fall on you. Which is why it's good to start going, you know, canvassing clubs that are in your area, places that you know you could drive to in a night. Mm-hmm. What, so that's that's the thing. I, what, or somewhere right, you know you got is, somewhere to stay. The secret you know? group is one club that is, that is a club, right? Yeah, secret group is a club, but secret group is different. Oh. Secret group is a comedy club run by comedians. Oh. So you have to just be around. <laughs> That's what I figured. That's you just got to be around. You just got to. And they don't pay a lot. It's fine. Well, at least they've never paid me a whole lot. Uh-huh. No. It just depends on because Tressa. It depends on the producer of the show because Tressa, for the Lady Bitch show, she always pays pretty good. Yeah. Uh, better than most at Secret Group. But even Rudge, you know what I'm saying? Rudge is, they, they, you can get books for a weekend there, but it's like you have to be around. You have to be in uh, the mix. See, that's why I don't. I I don't want to be I mean buddy buddy is cool yeah. that's cool but I don't want to uh, I guess why well, ain't sucking none of these people dick like I'm just yeah I'm just around and if you're good enough and they see like oh yeah you you're pretty good at this shit you want to um, you know book this spot and that spot you know what I'm saying it's yeah, a, it can be a slow grind and in the more uh, enterprising uh, comedians will just straight up ask like hey uh, can you got any guest spots open you got any opening week you would need somebody for a weekend you know yeah. opening like can I get on one of these headlining shows you know opening featuring whatever all the shit that I see up on on Facebook I I, I, I reply to them and I'm like hey what what happened about this you said you was looking yeah how many people that replied hey, I sent a- yeah you gotta be around they gotta see you they have to know they have to know that you're there uh, and that you're good at what you do. That's true. You got to uh, be visible. Uh, yeah, all right. And that's that, then that answers the other question of yeah. where the fuck am I supposed to be going? You got to get, get your pussy out there in the streets, man. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, pussy don't sell if it's not out there. <laughs> you know, hey, It has to be pounding pavement. Um, you got to hit the track, you know what I'm saying, yeah. if you want to wanna make some money. Uh but yeah, it's, it is a grind. Like, it's something that you got to put a lot of time and effort and energy into. And it's all about deciding whether or not you want to do all that. At one point, I was doing all that. <laughs> yeah, but when it was more feasible for me to do all that. Now, right. out here in Texas, it's not. It's, it's harder. Like, I, it's get, harder. I'm getting booked and booked and booked. And it's like, this ain't what I want to get booked for. Like, yeah. every time I get booked for one of these shows. Like, not saying that they're bad shows. Right. Shows are fun. But, you know, I don't want to be having to get booked for a show that I'm going to have to bring people to. And I've only been out here for so long. Correct. I'm not yeah. doing bringing shows as a principal. I'm not mm. doing bringing shows. Yeah. The answer is no. If and, it's a bringer show, you know, I, I only get a, I get a percentage if I get people to pay for these tickets, and it's like I don't, this don't make sense. Like I'm, but a, my I'm thing a talent. Is, my thing is this: with bringing shows, I'm not the show producer. Right. I'm not the promoter. I'm not a representative of the venue. I am book talent. Oh, that's book it. talent. Your responsibility is to show up and perform. Right. I shouldn't have to do anything. I shouldn't have to worry about anything else. Is that a service you're willing to pay for or not? If not, you don't need to be putting on a show. Hmm. Uh, 
because being exposed, like I like I don't need to get paid an exposure. I'm very Mm-mm. exposed. No, I don't. I'm very yeah. much exposed, sir. So it, it's just. You know, again, you got to decide what you're willing to do because most of them bringing shows are really scams. It's just to scam you into selling their tickets. Oh my God, is it such a scam? It's a scam. They trying to they're trying to get people who are hungry for stage time, uh, in a new audience to get you to do the work for them, the work that they should be doing. And this thing where for free, where you put a lot of vendors up at your shit. I, I realized the vendors have to pay for that spot. Scams. Boom. I was like, what do all oh, you get you get paid. You get broke off for doing this. And I guess But of course real estate itself is a scam. These are just uh wider wow. business models that are scammy that happen in the larger sphere of business and that they, they shrink down into entertainment. Mm. We're getting scammed on every level in our lives, just so you know. Um uh, Real estate is a scam. Uh, the stock market is a scam. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, all that shit. Uh, it's a straight scam. Uh, healthcare it it feels is a scam. Good to know, you know, to understand that I don't have to continue this shit here. Yeah. Okay. So, so. it's the same thing. It's, it's all, all right. based on the same principles, the same shaded business principles that we operate on every day. Mm. All right. So okay. All right. I I, I I'm definitely gonna start emailing more again. Uh, I have been having fun going to these poetry mics. That that gives me my satisfaction. Well, you're great at it. You know, you yeah. you look like you have fun. I do. I it's have a, a good, good time. time. But yeah. it, it, that still doesn't seem like it's going anywhere. And I've been putting my face out <laughs> with that. I've it's been. a long time. It's a long. It's a long trudge uphill. Yeah, uh, but a Sisyphean it, effort, as it I were. I always feel as if people don't don't want what I bring. Well, like you know, they like it from the outside. You, you gotta find where you fit, man, and that's not easy to do. Mm. That's not easy to do. Uh, sometimes you get lucky on the first try. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, but a lot of us do not. Mm. And so you just kind of have to keep moving and shaking. That just go where. That's why you got to travel. Like that's why you got to get out your city. You got to find out where you make sense. Yeah, I made sense in Florida. That was nice. You got to get out your hood, man. You gotta, you gotta, you know, see the world. You gotta let the world see you, mm. and find your people. Cause that's that's the name of the game. You really got to be moving and shaking out here. What places have you been that were comfortable when it came to comedy? I like Atlanta a lot. I love Boston. Every time I go to Boston, oh, it's always a great time. I haven't been to Boston. It's always a great time in Boston. Um, I like it here. Houston is great. I enjoy Houston. Yeah, I, I enjoy Houston a great the shows deal. I've done here. I'm booked on the 14th. Yeah. So that's exciting. I booked with you. Oh I'm yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I asked for you stage? specifically. I asked did for you. you really? I didn't see. It has to. You have to know somebody, um, because they <laughs> they'll say so. Because uh, Brian, he said, "Hey, is there anybody thinking that you want to, you know, put on the show?" And of course, Kyle. <laughs> why, would I, why would I not throw one up to the homie? Yeah, so yeah. it's about being seen. Yeah. Yeah, we got to be seen out here. That's uh like last shows that I did last week and a week before last when uh my friend Eric came down and he 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 was like, hey man, I'm coming in, I'm, I'm gonna get you on some shows. I'm like, all right, cool, you know, I don't mm-hmm. put in the effort to do most of that shit, and he does, and then you know, yeah. boom, I do one show, and then it's like, hey man, you wanna do this show too? And I was yeah. like, sure, and then yeah. I wound up doing four shows that weekend, and it felt good. You know, it really is just about got who some likes bill money and everything. Right, yeah, they really enjoyed yeah. me, so. I'm like, okay, I know I have the talent to, to mm-hmm. get put on, put on. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, I don't have the time to be out 
most of the time. Right, canvassing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Pounding the pavement. That eight hours a day that, Kissing I, hands that, and I, shaking that babies. I put in doing construction all day in the, in the right. sun. It's I get draining. home, I'm like, I don't, I don't have, like, my, I'm out of body experience right now. Like, I'm not <laughs> I even lay down. here. <laughs> Like, I'm gonna lay down in the dark. If I hit that bed, oh, it's, it's, I'm done for. So I'm I like, took this shower. No. I'm feeling nice about myself again. Yeah. I'm gonna lay yeah. down, and that's it. That's I'm done for the day. I miss everything if I right. if I lay down. Oh, if I have a seat, and so going out to certain of these shows, and it's like oh, I can't. I, it's a Thursday. I can't. <laughs> I gotta be to work I, at five a.m. Yeah, I mean, I, can't I just be here waiting for nothing, right? Not getting paid for my time that I'm given. Yeah. Like now, I have to really juggle what the fuck I'm gonna be doing because certain things I can't continue to do, if especially if I'm gonna work this forty, so I can live my luxurious life. You know. <laughs> well, you know, you just you really do have to, uh, you know, parse out what is important to you, uh, how much effort you're willing to give, and to what. Mm. It really is that. It's a priorities game. Mm. And you have to prioritize your time and your energy. And you have to parse it out to the things that matter most to you. And you have to be very clear and identify what those things are. Otherwise, you're just going to feel like you just flailing. You know what I'm saying? You're not swimming. You're just kicking the water's ass. You're just punching it. Would you Would you sleep on the ground for this? Sleep on the ground? <laughs> on the ground, baby. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a fucking nigga with a mattress on the floor. I sleep on the ground. <laughs> Some people think that's what it takes. Well, this is the thing. We're a little bit older in this world. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're all children within the gaze of time. Amen. Amen. But as far as human life is concerned, we've done a little bit of something. We've been yeah. here a little while, and we've been here long enough to know what our priorities are. Right. And we have a certain identity as it pertains to what we will and will not put up with. Mm-hmm. And I will not put up with with poverty. No. I will no, not endure it. Because I endure I it all of my twists. And, and that's why these young comics, when they start really, really young, yeah, they have a different type of hunger for it, which is understandable. Because they're not as nervous as being broken and impoverished. You not worried about being outside like I'm worried about being outside. Right there around the corner. Right. Yeah. Or you in college, you got got a dorm to stay in. You don't have to think about, I got to go to work to pay these bills. Yeah. I do. Ah. I definitely do. Definitely got to do that. So I'm in a space where I am balancing way more than somebody that's 20, 21, 22, 23. And so... Because I started, I didn't start doing comedy until I was like 25, 26. Yep, same here. So it's, I'm already in a place. I'm paying bills, dog. It's on already. me right now. Like it's, it's on me. Yeah. That's... I started doing that. I was had to be like 22, 21 where I'm working. I'm working because yeah. I need to have money. I didn't buy a car for the first time until 2013. I'm, what, I'm 28 years old and I've never owned a car before. Twenty Like I've had to do a lot for myself. Yeah, I've been out of the house for a very long time having to get it on my own. <laughs> so, so once comedy came around, I was like, oh, shit, oh, I got to fund this myself? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like yeah. you really have to, to prioritize your, yeah. your values as far as what is more important to you. <sighs> and I'm putting myself in a place. The goal is to put myself in a place where I can do comedy and not have to worry about sleeping on the floor. Mm-hmm. To establish a network of people where it's like, I know I'm going to have a place to sleep if I go to this town. Right. 
Like yeah. I know where my people at to where, okay, maybe I'll right. get a weekend here and they're not going to put me up, but I know I got a place to lay my head. Right. And I can at least do that. Right. Huh. So, and I know I can afford to get there. I have a few places like that that I can. So you really have to, it's like, it's it's not checkers, it's chess. You really got to strategize this shit. Fuck yeah. You got to strategize. That's it. what I've been telling people. I'm like, this is a fucking chess You really got to see the game here. in 3D. Like, you can't just. How you going to play your pieces, you know? That's... And it's important because we, we risking a lot. Because nobody is going to pick so up much. a grown-ass woman, a grown-ass man off the floor. You know what I'm saying? You no. got to do that yourself, man. You gotta, uh, so if it, if it all falls down, you got to know that that's on you. I hope people listening. I, the motherfuckers be listening. And I'm, I'm glad they be listening. This is some wisdom right here. Cause, <laughs> nigga, none of us know. It's just like, bitch, we, we, still, we still surviving and succeeding. Hell yeah. And we, we just, nice with this shit, so... Just trying to keep your head above water. Making a way when you get <laughs> Temporary layoff. Comedy time. Mm, All right. <laughs> during, during this, like, I totally forget where we're at most of the time. And there's a shitload of people around us. Yeah, that, yeah they don't care. Nah. They see nah. us with microphones. They know the vibes. They know. <laughs> they all know. They know the vibes. We just this really is, mic'd up at the... <laughs> At the CBD bar, I am going to inquire further about these gummies. I'm trying to see if there's some manner of THC the involved. The back there, they got the Delta Eight, and honestly, I feel pretty nice. You do? Yeah, yeah. It's mellow, mellow, but you know, yeah, it's it's a nice little uh, vibe. That's what yeah. I need, though. I just need me some THC type of gummies, something to you know make me chill in the nighttime. Oh, that, that'll definitely do it to you, then. That'll definitely just some you know when I won't go lay down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely, I could definitely see this in my coffee in the mornings. Like I, I really in this. It's not. It's not too too potent. It's not what I would want. Like right. I, I'm I, not I, hot. I, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not loaded. Exactly. exactly. I want to be. <laughs> not, so. This not you know staying out on the corner at night in front of high ho. Yeah. <laughs> this not that type of high. Be like, you see my eyes? I can't see them, Kyle. That's the type of high. Niggas just I out on be, Saint Paul giggling like a motherfucker. <laughs> just. Cheese up. It's not that high. Oh, I miss those hangs in the city. Me too, man. And that was man. one thing about New Orleans comedy. And I always say that y'all were too nice to each other and too supportive, and it doesn't prepare you for the real comedy world. No, but yeah, I no. love it so much. <laughs> you get that's, but see, that's how you build and grow really fast. Yeah. With, with that, because I have nice. been other places, and I'm like, oh, this is not. I will never find what I know in New Orleans no, out never. anywhere else. Never. I realized that. And I'm like, fuck it. I got to stop searching for that. Yeah, it's, very, it's a very special thing. In. And, ah, man, you get spoiled. It's, <laughs> it's a spoiling feeling, but it's, you get spoiled and with no greater outcome because there's no yeah. club. Because I would just look there. at y'all. Just These children have no idea. <laughs> Having a good time. So just, just enjoying each other's company, comedy. loving on each other. <laughs> Hanging out frequently outside of comedy parties and shit. The whole scene is there. Nobody's the excluded. Scene. Like it's tell all you guys. <laughs> all you guys. How sweet is this? Uh, uh, How door. sweet is this? You go other places. It is hatred everywhere. Oh, yeah. like, oh shit. Oh yeah. Uh, I've seen so many fights. Person? I'll never I will never Between forget. Comedians? Between comedians, I will never forget how I've come to Houston and seen more comics throw hands at each other than really? I've ever seen anyone else. 
<laughs> These motherfuckers be fighting. You hear me? Read <laughs> over what? Over anything. I don't even know what they be fighting over at the time. I just be on Facebook seeing the messages go back and forth. I'm like, wait, what had happened? What Y'all was fighting? What? Or I'm just out at the, the open mic just standing outside with my little drink and I see hands flying. Whoa, what's uh, going on? Yeah, I remember that time on the, when when somebody was on stage and then somebody threw a drink yeah. while I was somebody's br- I'm like, what are what? we? What? I was like, this happens often? They was like, oh, there go again. I'm like, again? <laughs> wait. This is wait. I appreciate the energy. It's run up mic. and get done up energy. I can get into that. <laughs> I can get into some some Super Smash Brothers comedy. This is an open mic. I'm fucking with it. Toast. What are we doing? So so we swinging hands now. Oh, I'm ready. Wow. And I don't believe most comedians can throw hands. I don't. Man, these these Houston comedians mm. throwing them. <laughs> these Houston comedians. <laughs> they throwing hands out, and I'm I not have, mad at it. I, I have it. heard the ruthlessness that that goes on in some green rooms around here. Twist. It's like when somebody's on stage and niggas like, man, why is quiet out there? You know why it's quiet, nigga. That nigga Fight. suck. And it's like, oh damn. Oh shit, nigga, you don't get no I love fucks? the energy. I love the fuck you energy of, of of the Houston scene. I will never forget this time that I've spent here. It has been beautiful. Yeah, yeah. absolutely beautiful. If you're, not, if you're not good, you you can't get in with the in crowd. You gotta really work. Yeah, you really oh, do. You man, really do. I'm, I'm, and I I'm guess I'm I the, the type of person of I'm used to late kids. nights and early mornings. So when I was working from home, it was a lot easier because, look, I would be at the mic. I would be out here being seen. If I'm book baby, I'm showing up. Like, I'm working, you know, 40 hours a week and shit, mm-hmm. but I'm still at the open mic every night. Or I'm still doing shows four nights out the week. Mm. But something about having to go into our office every day yeah, and how it just draining, sucks it? the yeah. life out of you. It's all that other energy that's oh. around you. They taking your energy. They don't oh understand the God. type of person you are, and they feed off of that. They suck you by. So I start a new job Monday where I'm going to be back working from home, so I'm, oh, I think okay. it's going to be like, it's going to be a vibe again. I feel oh, it. I feel yeah. it coming you in the air to tonight. Do, you don't have to deal with other people around. Right. And that's such a good thing. I deal with people that don't like to work, that don't like to pick up shit, that like to sit down on your dime. It's no, like, no. So the fuck up. So what, is, what does that see there? What's that? A crate that you sitting yeah. on? What's that? Nigga. Where'd you get that crate? <laughs> I'm sweating just like you sweating. If you don't get up and pick something up, fuck you up in here. Like what we doing? <laughs> so, so did nobody call lunch break? What's this yeah. sitting? What is this? You're sitting when you should you be need daily. A water? You can get your water, but don't sit down yeah. and drink it. No. No, I mean you just stand up and drink this water. So you, you know these beams aren't gonna, you know, mm-mm. place themselves, dog. At you all. Gotta... Like what you doing? <laughs> like I told you to do something. Like why you not doing it? <laughs> We, we play rank out here, okay? <laughs> I'm seniority. You're fucking me over right now. I can just see you with your hands on your hips looking at people. What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. going on here? <laughs> Very expressive with my hand. What the fuck is this guy doing? Just boom, all fingers pointed towards you, sir. Pointed, rigidly pointed. Yeah, what the fuck? The fuck get the fuck? With the side hand point. That's the one. It's That's how you know. straight on. It's, the fuck is this guy? The fuck are you doing with this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, people can put the extra work after that. Now, yeah. But yeah, I could see how it would be difficult to do construction work and then do comedies. And a lot of these <sighs> comics, and look, I'm going to keep it a buck. A lot of these comics are broken, destitute, and laying up on women. Mm. Do you hear me? Mm. <laughs> a lot of these boys. <laughs> a lot, of, a lot boys. of these boys are laying up on a girl. <laughs> And I'm and I say boys, but these be grown ass men your age, my age, mm-hmm. laying up on a broad. Yeah. But they have to open mic every night drinking. Ah, uh, off of that, off of they die. 
Hit dog, hit dogs go holler if it hurt. <laughs> I hope it help. I hope you get your ass off that woman couch. Oh, that's terrible. You can't. I don't know how people can do that. How can you be a starving comedian but also living off of a female that you you giving? It? I'm like this. This makes you less of a man in my eyes. It's unattractive as fuck, but they oh, love it. Oh, I've found a few people like that. Yeah, it is weird to see. It is. It's like nigga, I thought this was your place. This ain't your place. No. Oh, nigga, this you. No. You staying with the female that you fuck, and you're drinking all this woman children Capri Suns at that, eating all these kids pop tarts and shit. What job you do? You got a job to contribute to this household? Probably can't even fuck good. Oh. That's what I would like to know. How you can't even lay no dick? Dick is trash. I, you're not even that funny. How long do you think you're going to be here? I always wonder, how long do you think you're going to be here? You, you think you're going to be here for a while? They'll find another one. There's never a shortage of women who are willing to take on a man as what? as though he is what their the, child. What there's, is, what is there's that? There's no shortage of is that. Is that just Houston? Like, no, that's the world, baby. <laughs> that's the world. Uh, <laughs> any city in America, you will find no shortage of women who are willing to, to take care of a man as though he... He is their son. What the f- I have never found it. Hate and to I, see I think it. I'm good. I think I'm glad I haven't found that. Yeah, no, hate I to see I have, I have had some women cradle me and was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm taking you home. You are mine. And it's like, okay. I don't You're my know. sweet baby now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but I, I, I was just, I, I was too young to be like, nah, bitch, I ain't about to, ain't about to take care of me. <laughs> take care of myself this entire time. I'll yeah. come drop the package off, but that's about it. Like, I, I got to go on about my business, you know? Which I like. It's, it's one of those things where... And, you know, if that's what you want to do with your money, child, if that's what you want to do with your time, your energy, your resources, pour that into a grown-ass man instead of yourself, girl, by all means, go ahead. That's on you. But, like, what... What satisfaction do they get, especially if the Having dick is somebody trash. around. I mean, it's a lonely oh, life out here, man. Okay. You know, I can see that. And it comes full circle. Um, as a, <laughs> as a chronically uh, single, adult female, <laughs> I do understand how it could be hard out here. But I guess I just got that in me from birth. Why I'd rather be by myself than go without my self-respect. Yeah. I'd rather be alone. I, I feel that as well Because like The energy that somebody else Gives off If you're going to be around me You can't give out that energy And I no. understood that With my ex I was like I don't understand Why I always feel anger When you come around Right But I'm supposed to be happy And it doesn't right. I it hate that you're here It feels that way You didn't even do anything You just yeah. showed up And I'm like What the <laughs> I don't. I don't want your energy around me right now. Anybody just and else just get mad as fuck. I'm just mad as just shit right now. Is it just me? It's not. Yeah, and that's exactly. I'm like, oh, and so I'm glad I found a person that 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 gives off the exact energy I need to where I'm like, there oh, I can go. deal with this daily. Okay. There you go. I didn't know. I, I like once again. I didn't know if it was me or if I, if I was just tripping. Like, no, nah. I mean it's a draining energy. Uh, being with a man who. Who you're basically taking care of, or he can't really pour into you the way that you pour into him, mm. and you know he's just a weight. He's just heavy, and yeah. you're carrying him. Yeah. And I imagine uh, that must feel not great. Again, I cannot speak from experience on that. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, 
I cannot. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you seem like you get rid of that real fast. You're like, I mean, you know, nigga, don't lean on me. Look, as soon as a nigga put his hand in my refrigerator and he ain't put nothing in it before, oh. so if you didn't put your hand in and you ain't bought nothing yeah. in here. And you just ran up on my refrigerator, you ran up on my pantry and made yourself something to eat, fixed you something. Mm. Didn't even ask me nothing, didn't Mm-mm. let me offer you nothing. You just ran your shit. Oh. Baby, oh. you'll never come here again. I need you to offer? leave. No, I need you to hell leave. No. And never come back. Hell no. That's too entitled right there. I can't. I ran. And see, that's the thing. Uh, most most women, I guess, would think that I'm weak when it came to that. Because it's like, oh, he make money. Well, go ahead and never buy me this. Buy me that. And yeah. like, nah, bitch, I can't no. do that. So, bitch, you're not over here on scholarship. Come on. You going to buy my baby some Jordans? <laughs> bitch, I ain't never bought myself some Jordans. <laughs> the fuck I'm going to buy your baby some I need a matching pair, too. You can match these balls like what are we doing no you should have <laughs> laid down with a nigga who had some money to take Mm-mm. care of your child yeah no these so, ain't mine and I ain't bringing none of them McDonald's but yeah it's, and it's one of those things like for male comedians I've noticed that it's easier for them to find somebody to lay up on and, and go about life correct it's, female comedians I've noticed they do they can do it but it comes with a lot of abuse at times just even you know mental emotional financial abuse yeah not necessarily physical but they are controlling you know, huh? And I and again, I can't speak for everybody. I ain't seen everybody, but I when it comes, I to haven't seen that. I haven't seen the vice versa of it. Women, yeah, yeah. Female comedians, right. it seems like they always in some toxic shit, and they just in and out mm. <laughs> with somebody. It's always a different nigga, and it's always bad. It's always some toxic shit, and but you know oh, he's taking care of me no at lie. the moment. Okay, no lie, I can't. I, okay, I have seen that. He's taking care and... of me right now. You know, he's funding. I mean, he's uh, always here at every fucking open mic. He has to be right here, but uh, you know, he's buying the drinks. Uh, no, but that's not our relationships, though, in comedy. Because I've seen, you know, healthy relationships that are balanced, and it's like, you know, y'all got a real symbiosis going. But with a comic, it seems like that'll be hard to find because we are a different is. mind. It is. Like we're a bunch of weirdos. Yeah, you got to find another weirdo to like offset your weirdness and be like, oh, we. We mix. We 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 <laughs> right. we, we good right. together. So we have to be strange. Yeah. You know, we have to be apart from regular society. And we have yeah. to be okay with it. And I, I I thought that I would never find that just because yeah, you, I'm like you got I'm a weirdo, man. Shit. Yes. Yeah, you got a weirdo, and I love it. <laughs> yes. I love to see it. Oh, and she doesn't mind being weird, which is what I love. All. She don't it give makes a fuck. me so happy. She does like, not give a fuck. I knew it was gonna work when I got our acid around her, and she was on the same <laughs> level as me. I'm like, ooh, bitch. Do an like, give me a high five, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Like I'm on acid right now, and you are on the same plane. I'm <laughs> right. like, Hell we're yeah. doing weird drugs together. Let's let's get into it. Um, yeah, she she wasn't even on drugs. <laughs> she was sober, and I'm I, like, get right. the fuck out of here. I'm on all the weird drugs. Drugs and you, you vibing. You, you vibing. What? <laughs> Hell yeah. I like Everybody. that. I would love uh, to have a dude in my life who I could do shrooms with and he just sitting there watching TV and yeah. I'm on my shrooms. And, and he's just like, just this is good. fine. This we is cool. fine. Man. Like, all I ain't right. going to fucking blow your high nothing. Right. Do you mind oh. if I just lay upside down on the couch and just <laughs> talk about all the colors I'm seeing? Great. Great. <laughs> And you're cool with this. All right. You All chill? Right. Oh, hell yeah. We might yeah. be able to do something. We might be able to <laughs> We might be able to do something for real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she had me hysterically laughing. I'm like, I didn't even know you was this funny, man. Like, I didn't even know. Like, right now, I can't breathe right now because 
Oh, you killing me. Oh, I was like, yeah, this is going to work. This and see, that's another thing that's going to hurt your comedy, being in a happy relationship. Ooh, it's slowing things down. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, nigga, what happens if this baby come? You still going to do this bullshit? And it's like, ah, don't tell me this. Yeah. Don't tell yeah. me that's this. That's why I'm thankful. I, it's nothing but the Lord, man, oh. that keeps uh, slamming me down back to earth every time I like a nigga. It's like, nope, you have something else to do. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got bigger fish to fry, babe. And it's the, in my head, I have I have more of a like I need to hurry this to fuck up. Yeah. I need this to to do what it does because I don't want to bring a child into this fucking into this this world of where I'm like, nigga, what, what are we thinking? You know, yeah. like I don't want to be confused in my head and also having to deal with a little one. Yeah. As I'm like, is this gonna work or should I put this on a back burner for now? That's where my parents and my brother are at now. Yeah. It's like yeah. You chase the journey until the kids came, and it's like, fuck, I can't keep doing this. But <sighs> I mean, it can be done. Yes, I don't, I don't know how, because again, chronically single, uh, one abortion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I just can't. I cannot see me being in a relationship and doing comedy. I cannot conceive of it. Mm. Of course, it sounds good on paper. You know, it sounds good that if I had somebody in my life who actually understood and was able to be supportive without being all up in my shit. Yeah. You know, you can be supportive from a distance. You don't right. have to be at every show, dog. You don't have to yes. be involved in this. Oh, and I love that, too. Just wish me well on my right. journey. Right. <laughs> you know? Most of the time, it's I don't up. want the lady to come because I understand right. what it's going to be like there. Right. I know yeah. this life better right. than you. Right. Just You really are sitting at work with me. Exactly. And this is boring as fuck. It is I not understand. fun. <laughs> oh, you going to hear some dumb shit for a few hours. And I know you don't want to hear it because I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's just, you know, finding that right mix. <sighs> and I don't know if it exists. But ironically, I just watched uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, I was watching documentaries on Hulu. And the first one that I watched was uh, The Gospel According to Andre, which was about Andre Leon Tolly. Oh. He's a very, uh, very influential uh, fashion, uh, fashion guru, uh, fashion writer. Uh, was it for what was it for Vogue? Was it for Vogue? You know, and him and Anna Wintour was homegirls forever. <laughs> um, and Andre Talley died last year. I think he passed last year, mm. and he was never in a relationship. Like he was saying, like you know, that's I just never found anybody. You know, I was in my career, and by the time I look up, I'm forty, and I'm saying, ah. well, I want a relationship now, and it just never happened. And then exactly after that, right after that, I watched the Alexander McQueen documentary. Ah. Same thing. Died without ever actually finding love, and I'm like, oh shit. Nothing's uh, wrong with me. I'm just too fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too fabulous for love. Oh, my God. I have superseded and evolved beyond love itself. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, so I guess I just got important things to do. <laughs> that's what I'm going to assume. Uh, and that is why I'm by myself perpetual, perpetually and nobody has any romantic interest in me. So... <laughs> So you say. So, no, they don't. Niggas <laughs> won't fuck all the time. Frequently. Do you hear me? I could turn around right now in a circle. Like, you could spin me like a bottle, and the dude that it points to will fuck on sight. That I know. But anything beyond that doesn't, doesn't really happen for me. Um, so, yeah. Unless, of course, the man is looking for a mother, then he just kind of gloms on to me. Gloms. <laughs> 
and just tries to keep me for the rest of his life for some yeah, manner of like give a fuck for that right um, some emotional yeah. support dog or something like i can't mm, no thank I you i can't do that for anybody um you know and i need a man who can fight i can't uh, if you can't throw a punch we can't be together somebody like that that was cute they just kissed across the bar but how often do you <laughs> <laughs> you run into something like that that and then you got somebody that can actually honestly i'm very uh superficial when it comes to that all the dude got is because this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> if I look at a dude and I feel like he might have some hands, I'm going to get him to put his hands up. <laughs> and, I'm gonna his hands up. and I'm going to swing. And I'm going to swing. And I'm going to see how, if you block it, I'm going to see if you roll out of it. I'm like, I'm going to see how you are on your feet. Because I feel like you might have something. <laughs> And if you roll out of it, if you got some rules, if you got a little bounce with you, you could, you know, yeah, yeah. lean that, back throw and throw that jab one. out Hell there. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 can, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we could do something. I see you. Oh, All the man has fun. to do is say this. Oh, yeah, um, I train as a boxer. Oh, word. Oh. You want to get married? You want to hmm. have children? <laughs> you want to have some spiders on our <laughs> you know? hands. You want to you yeah. be together forever? Uh. <laughs> so. Say I'm very superficial when it comes to that. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I, I just, I just know that. Um, just let it, if you just let it come. Whatever. That's how. It is. I'm uh, hashtag over it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I've already decided that I'm, I'm headed to Alexander McQueen like heights. Uh, I mean, I don't plan on killing myself, but. I, I wish I would have thought of something like that before, and I'd be like, oh, this is. I wouldn't have felt so bad about, you know, not finding love or trying to find love right. in, in the process of also trying to find a career in comedy. Because right. you, you thinking of both of them, man, it's not going to, uh-uh. They, it, they both it's really not good. Down. It's yeah. really not good. I mean, and I see comics, like two comics who find each other. I see like, uh, you know, Mary Dev yeah. and Jeff Gaucher, yeah. whom we all love and root for with right. that sweet little beautiful We're baby. Rooting for it. Just <laughs> Sweet little beautiful going. baby they have. And they look so happy. And I'm like, you know what? I hope that lasts. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm, I'm wondering if they're still doing. I haven't seen them right. and then, out on the scene. And then that's what you see. How much y'all even doing comedy? How much do y'all even care? Yeah. Do y'all give a fuck anymore? Because y'all seem very happy at home. Like y'all got the little right. sweet little baby. Right. Y'all are married and stuff. Will y'all you doing care? good. You know, is there a certain point where you pick it back up? And then that's just like starting all over again. Ah. You know, because people get involved in family planning and trying to have kids, and it's always like one person gets, gets to continue doing comedy and the other one kind of just quits. Has to step back in the backfield. And just right. Like, yeah. It's just a weird thing. Or maybe they both quit because it's like, well, it's not that or big of a deal anymore. it's like, yeah, we're just going to bring this person. We're just going to bring this little man with us everywhere we go. That's how I'm thinking of it. Right. Just, just have the baby, baby yeah. Bjorn, you know. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be. You going to be you on know, stage doing the jokes, bouncing the baby. Maybe at the Boom. same time. In the back. <laughs> okay, we're good. Now, now, let's go back to these titties, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Baby, you hungry? You good? All right. So, what was I saying? Uh, so, I was fucking this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's, yeah, either that or have, have the missus in the back watching her in the green room. Yeah. You know, I mean, Kevin Hart did it. I mean, it took him a few failed relationships. Yeah. But he's like the superstar in the family. He doesn't have, and the one comedian that he was with, his ex-wife, like he tanked her career. So she was a comedian as yeah, well. Yeah, Tori. She oh. started doing comedy. She was doing comedy with him at first when they first got together, and I think she used to like write, help him write jokes and shit like that. Oh. 
And then he took off and, you know, where's story? <laughs> oh, man. You know, somebody's comedy dreams have to die. <sighs> the martyr. Jesus. And Kevin's doing great. <laughs> Kevin's doing amazing. He's doing amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened with The Rock and his ex. Uh, oh, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe The Rock's Well, ex- she was in, like, finance. She was, like, in baking. I know this because I used to know everything about The Rock in my uh, youth. I was very much into the WWF slash WWE. Uh-huh. That was my life for a moment. Yeah, I think she's, like, his his manager or whatnot mm. now. Yeah, and, mm. but he's with somebody else, and now uh, he is... Doing great in the world. Doing amazing. Gonna run for president. Gonna win. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He's doing amazing. (sighs) Just I can't wait till it takes off. That's that's. Yeah, I mean we never know if it will. I'm I'm I've had to convince myself that I obviously I'm destined for greatness. So. Cause I don't have room in my life for anything else. Apparently, it's just it's just making this money and doing comedy shit, and it's like I have to be satisfied with that. That's gonna have to be enough. Well, I understand. It's it's some somebody that bug is gonna touch, and then <laughs> I'm just hoping. Hey, don't forget about the motherfuckers that was here on the side. Cause then as soon as soon as I get touched with the infection, bitch, I'm coming for everybody. I'm like, okay. You know? You see me? You see me? All right. Right. Now, you're my friends. Right. And that's what everybody does, honestly. Like, so many other comedians have come up with somebody else. Mm -hmm. So, one person gets, like, super big, and then, you know, everybody else kind of comes along. And it's not a bad thing, I don't think. It's... I think it's when you get put in a position to actually be able to help people that you know are good at what they do. Right. And that you know will bring the right things to the table for you. I say it's a good idea to just build your team around it. Like, yep. that's not a bad thing. Nepotism can be good mm. when it's quality. You know, you got to think about quality. Uh, you don't want to put, you know, a whacknik on because then you get, you know, set up. And, uh, that's, that's, that, and that you get set up and you. get a ransom note from a bitch that you oh. got recorded oh. with in Las Vegas. <laughs> Sounds like some experience type shit here. Uh, uh, Kevin Hart, once again, you're one of my favorite comedians. I love you. <laughs> love everything you do. Um, but yeah, like you got to make sure you're putting the right people on. Mm. You got to bring the right people up with you, which I think is a big deal in comedy because they because the wrong people around you will bring you the fuck down. Yeah, they like, will destroy what you, or try to destroy everything that you built. Like the hot, so. hot Harris is out there. Kenny, Kenny was one of those niggas that would that would bring you the fuck down everywhere you'd go, and it's like I don't I don't understand why I keep putting myself up with this shit. You don't. You can't. I say cut it off. Like nigga, fuck you. Get get off me, dog. The energy is wrong. I can't fuck with it. Huh. And let it be what it is. Hmm. Yeah. Well, fuck yeah, this has been goddamn good. <laughs> I need this. I need this call, talk. I wonder if I'm a dabble in some alcohol. I don't know if I'm emotionally ready for alcohol, but dabble? I may be emotionally ready for some some gummies. I may mm. be emotionally ready for that. There's a lot of that happening here. Yeah. There's there's, there's this whole dispensary thing going on, and the buds back there make you do it. it it's it's fun that it looks like it could be weird, but you understand that it's it is not. not. Like they have the boy. See, for for those who may be wondering what's going on, we're at Wild candy. Coffee in Houston, Texas, and uh, it, it's very heavy on the the CBD. Um, but there's also a hemp derived THC, and they and and they call themselves a coffee shop and a dispensary and a bar, mm. and they're a dispensary insofar as they do have the CBD weed. So there's no THC in it. So no. you won't get dumb high. No. 
That's what I've been looking for. Actually, I, once I get off here, I got to call my weed man anyway. Right. So, oh, and I also got to tell you secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love so, secrets. I, I, they're my favorite. I'm so yes. good at them. Uh, this has been uh, Tell Me a Joke, the guy on the Chasing the Dream, and we are the dream chasers out here. Thank you, Didi. Oh, tell me where you can find you, yeah, Didi. Um, <laughs> baby, you can find me at your baby daddy house, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Knock dusting that thing off, you heard me. <laughs> uh, well, I'm on Twitter at DE underscore DE underscore T and also on Instagram under the same name. Don't look for me nowhere else. Do not Google my name. You won't find anything. <laughs> Certainly not anything incriminating. And that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This nigga got a small face. All right, everybody. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've been your host. Goodbye, I'm in this council. Sit on there like a pimp. Let's look back here. Let's do it next time. Let's do it next time.